What's up, everybody? It's Joe with We Are H Development. We are about accountability, positivity, emotional and spiritual development, apes. To me, it's a mindset. It's a vibe. It's a way to live your life, to be accountable for your behavior and your actions and the way that you interact with the world, to practice having a positive mental attitude and to continue to be willing to emotionally and spiritually grow and evolve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three. This is going to be an interesting topic this week. I'm going to talk about love. So we're definitely going to stir some people's feelings and uh, some controversy and probably some disagreements. I look forward to feedback on this one. First, I want to tell you guys about how the topic came about this week. I have probably 28 topics already lined out, briefly kind of branched off of each one. I was going to do anger this week uh, because I felt like it paired with fear pretty well. It's a secondary emotion. It's a defense mechanism. There's physiological effects. But I didn't, I didn't really want it to be too heavy. I didn't want there to be any negative overtones either. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this week. About five days ago, I had a friend message me that I have a, a pretty good bond with. And he said, hey, do yourself a favor and look up the word agape. And, and I know what agape means. It is, by definition, agape means God's love of mankind uh, or the reciprocation of God's love from mankind. Uh, the love that people have for God is agape and vice versa. It's unconditional. It's a maternal, fatherly, unconditional love. Cut to a couple of days later, I was at work and I was talking to a coworker and, and she mentioned that she had watched my, my previous episodes, my previous podcast and asked me what I was going to be doing next. And I told her anger and uh, she said that she wanted to hear me talk about love and love's a pretty heavy topic. And I mean, we could do 14 episodes just on love and the different types of love to really break it down. Um, so I wasn't really sure, but I, I thought about it and I prayed about it, came home that night and started writing and started researching and storyboarding and worked on it Wednesday and Thursday night, cut to Friday morning, Friday morning. I got a Bible verse text to me from a friend of mine who's never sent me a Bible verse before. Those of you that know me know that I don't know the Bible very well, never claimed to. Anyway, a friend of mine texted me a Bible verse and, and said that he thought that I would appreciate it. And I'm going to paraphrase, but it said something to the effect of rejoice in your father, soldiers, for God is about you and God is with you and he will celebrate you in his love and rejoice in song. And as I was reading that Bible verse, the other friend who texted me a week ago texted me a screenshot of the Google definition of agape. And that is more than ironic, my friends. I, uh, I have to tell you, I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in providence. And when I see three different people who don't know each other messaging me or reaching out to me and speaking to me about the same topic, I don't see coincidence. I see the universe 
speaking to me. I see God speaking to me. I believe that God speaks to us through other people. I don't hear the voice of God. I don't hear the great spirit of the universe speaking. What I hear is other human beings communicating to me. So when three different individuals who don't know each other from different aspects of my life all message me within 48 hours of each other, two of them within 10 minutes of each other, I see divine intervention. So I texted both of these men back pictures of my notes and storyboarding and research that I had done on love and shared their messages with the two of them and shared that God was stirring and that the universe was moving amongst us and through us and communicating to us through each other. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on that. I just wanted to share with you how this week's topic came about. Michael, Bobby, and Marshall, thank you for the inspiration and for being channels. We are going to jump right into it. We're going to, we're going to first talk about what we think love is. I believe that everyone that I know thinks that love is an emotion, that love is the deepest emotion, the greatest emotion. And, uh, and that was my belief too, until a couple of days ago when I started doing research, Dr. Plutchik's wheel of emotion does not contain the word love. The four basic emotions, ironically enough, were in the movie inside out. And that is joy, disgust, sadness, and anger. And from those four basic emotions, every other emotion is derived. So yeah, most people think that love is an emotion and it's not. Our emotions are designed to show up, to serve a purpose, to fit a particular circumstance or, or occasion. When we get afraid, fear shows up. When we get angry, anger shows up so on and so forth. When we have reasons to be happy or joyful, joy shows up and it serves its purpose and then it subsides. Love is constant. Love exists through all those things. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about what we think love is, let's talk a little bit about what love actually is, right? According to scientific research, journals, publications from doctors that I've read this week. Uh, love is a, a higher function of our mind. It's a mental function that is a category all of its own. It literally contributes to the functionality of our emotions. And in fact, all of our emotions can exist at the same time as love. If we are hurt by someone who we love, we can experience sadness. If we are super happy with someone that we love, we can experience joy. If we lose someone that we love, we can experience grief and loss and pain. These are all emotions that can be experienced at the same time as love. Not that other emotions can't be shared, um, but love itself has its own function, has its own characteristics. In fact, some of the, the research that I read talks about love uh, being compared to temporary insanity or sharing characteristics of drug abuse because of the nature of the impulsiveness of the behavior that comes with love and how we behave when we're experiencing love or in love, how 
illogical we can be and how we would do things that we normally wouldn't do because we're experiencing these intense feelings of desire and lust and contentment and joy and we want more and what we will do to get more uh sacrifice our our sleep sacrifice our finances sacrifice our safety right we will make sacrifices to pursue the intense feelings and fulfillment that comes from loving someone or being in love i'm actually going to put on my glasses this week because I have more reading to do than normal and I don't want to strain my eyes. So let's talk about what love is and the types of love, right? So we've already established that it's a, a higher mental function. Uh, it, shares, it shares characteristics as lots of other functions do. Some of the types of love are defined as having mental characteristics, having emotional characteristics, having physical characteristics. I think the most basic type of love is friendship. The, the kind of love that we have for another person that we like spending time with, that we connect with on a mental level, that we connect with on an emotional level, that we see eye to eye with on topics. We share a certain amount of intimacy with our beliefs and our experiences and we develop a friendship or a brotherly or sisterly connection with another human being. This is kind of an emotional love because we relate to each other's emotions. And this is also called or referred to as philia. Friendship is referred to as philia. Another type of love is infatuation, right? Which is purely mental and can be playful. Uh, it's usually an intense attraction without a sense of commitment, but it could evolve into something more than just mental infatuation. If the attraction between the two people is mutual and a connection is sought and built upon with emotional and mental connectivity, infatuation can turn into friendship or even further, it could evolve into passionate love, which is the next type of love. Uh, infatuation, infatuation is referred to as ludus. It's a ludus kind of love. Infatuation can evolve, as I said, it can evolve into passionate love. Passionate love is considered to be emotional and physical because it comes with intense feelings of adoration desire, joy, lust. Uh, it comes with a, a longing and an attraction and a need for physical closeness and affection. Uh, so you can have a passionate love with someone that doesn't have a commitment. It doesn't have some of the other elements, right? It doesn't have necessarily have the friendship connectivity or the brotherly or sisterly bond, uh, it can be mainly emotional and physical. That's considered an Eros kind of love. The next love is the next kind of love or type of love is the one that most people relate to. Most people think this is an emotion. Uh, most people 
think about relationships and the kind of love that comes with personal intimate relationships. And that's compassionate love. Compassionate love has all of the elements, the emotionality, the physicality, and the mentality. It has all three of those things combined. So you relate emotionally, you share a connectivity emo emotionally, you share an attraction physically and a physical intimacy, and you share a mental connection, your wants, dreams, desires, the way you view politics or religion or faith, uh, you share the same mental aptitude and, and a closeness and a, and a connectivity there. Compassionate love has trust. It has affection between both people. It's mutual, a mutual trust, a mutual affection, mutual intimacy. Whether it's physical, emotional, or mental intimacy can go deep and it can exist on all of those planes in a compassionate love. Something else that compassionate love has is commitment between two people. It also has loyalty between two people. So what we're really talking about when we talk about compassionate love is the love that exists between two human beings on the deepest possible level, the, the, the biggest, the highest level of connectivity that can exist between two people. I believe that we are designed to love one another. The next kind of love is lust. Lust is a mental infatuation combined with a need for physical sexual intimacy. Again, we were wired that way. As, as human beings, we were created to procreate, to reproduce, and to have physical pleasure from sex. So it's not surprising at all to me that a kind of love can exist between two people that doesn't have friendship attached to it, doesn't have commitment attached to it, doesn't have any kind of relationship status attached to it, other than the fact that it is two people mutually sharing a mental infatuation with a physical sexual need that is being met. The last kind of love is unrequited love. And I feel like this is the least talked about, the least understood and the most harmful. Unrequited love is the love that you have for someone who does not feel the same way about you. I don't know about any of you. I can't speak to any of your experiences. I know that I myself have definitely felt like I was absolutely head over heels in love with someone and they did not feel the same way about me. So that's a real dangerous place to be, being head over heels in love with somebody who doesn't feel the same way about you. Uh, we put ourselves in a very, we can put ourselves in a very sacrificial state. Uh, I know that my experience with that was, they didn't feel that way about me yet. Um, if I could prove my worth, or prove my value or show, show my loyalty, uh, you know, maybe that person was incapable of loving someone because they were emotionally unavailable, right? We talked about that in emotionally unavailable relationships. But um, no, the, the reality of the matter is, is you can put yourself in a very sacrificial place. Sacrificing your own needs, wants, and desires can be harmful. 
it's the opposite of self-care, right? Like you sacrifice your own rest, your own finances, your own mental well-being, your own physical well-being. You sacrifice your safety uh, for the sake of someone who wouldn't do the same for you. It's a very dangerous place to be. Uh, and I feel like unrequited love is experienced a lot more than people think or admit. Uh, I'd be willing to bet that a lot of you have experienced that and didn't know that there was a name for it. I certainly didn't, to be honest. Um, so let's recap real quick. Uh, the types of love are friendship, which is an emotional type of love and referred to as philia. There's infatuation, which is a mental and playful kind of love, which is referred to as ludus. There's passionate love, which is emotional and physical, and that's referred to as eros. Compassionate love, which is all three, emotional, mental, and physical, and referred to as storge, a familial kind of love, uh, because it embodies all things required or necessary for a healthy relationship. There's lust, which is the subject of our lower nature, right? It's a mental function. It is a physical kind of love. And then there's the unrequited love, which is mental and emotional. Uh, there is no physicality connected to unrequited love. And then last but not least, of course, is agape, right? Which is the only perfect love. Agape is the love that God has for mankind, his greatest creation. And it's reciprocated by man in a unconditional way. Men who love their God or who believe in God love their God unconditionally, regardless of what happens, regardless of the catastrophic things that happen in people's lives, death, uh, chaos, families being broken apart, molestation, natural disasters, taking family members, um, cancer, you know, any of these things that can happen that cause adversity in a human being's life can be forgiven and not, God is not given credit for those things. Man loves God anyway. Anyway, I don't want to get too far off into that. I just wanted to touch base on it. Uh, I think it's important that if we're going to talk about love, that we talk about all of the categories, all of the subtypes, uh, Obviously, some of the references I made were from research, doctor, publications, uh, biblical reference. You know, I want there to be, I want my podcast and my, my topic subject matter to be all-encompassing. It's not biased. It's opinion, fact, and experience. That's what this is all about, is sharing my experience, some of my opinion, and a lot of facts.